This is Brandon with the Variety Sports Podcast. You are listening to the seventh inning stretch. Now to your hosts, Logan Stone and Josh Edwards. Hello, everyone. This is the seventh inning stretch. Yes, very, very, very um, stretchy today. I'm your host, Logan Stone, and with me is my co-host, Josh Edwards, um, you would notice that I have a depressing voice today because it's a depressing day. Uh, the Cardinals just lost two to the Mets, two in a row to the Mets. Uh, but how are you doing, Josh, right now? Um, have we drank the bougie stuff yet, or are we trying to save that for later? No, I wanted to make sure I wasn't slurring my words this oh, evening. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I have the whiskey with me today. I have uh, I have the good stuff. I I need to forget this night. Um, <clears throat> that's not the good stuff, man. Uh, whiskey? No, that's not the good stuff. The good stuff is shine. Oh no, 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 no. We're not. Oh yes, yes, yes. We're, we're trying to have a good time, not ruin our fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So listen. Listen, uh, before we get into the individual games, um, oh, you know what? We do have some happy news. Uh, hey, you, you listening, you listening right now, you're sitting at your home, you're listening, and you're like, I want to talk about stuff too. Well, guess what? Now you can, and I don't even have the ad pulled up. Uh, we are looking at Variety Sports Podcast Network Corporation Industries whatever we're calling ourselves, we are looking for uh, folks to cover the NHL, NASCAR, MLS, and and the NBA. We appreciate you. You want to talk stuff? You want to go on stupid rants like we're about to tonight? You want to drink on the job and you want to get paid? Well, we're not getting paid yet but we will be getting paid to just talk shit all day about your favorite sports. Come join us. You can, I, you, you and I, we can have a conversation. We can talk about basketball. I, I know who uh, Jerry West is and uh, Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I like, I like old school NBA. I was say you went way back there, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been watching the Lakers series, so Jerry West oh, is the uh yeah, my dad is not a fan of it because apparently Jerry West is a, a psychopath in the show and he's not really a psychopath in real life, but whatever. <clears throat> this yeah, isn't the basketball show. He's going he's going after HBO uh because of misrepresentation of his character or something. Yeah, I saw that. Uh yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know enough about the whole eighties lakers but anyways that's not for us that's for that's for the fan at home yeah that's for you that's for you to start talking and be like logan you idiot jerry west was a psychopath thank you thank you for calling me an idiot i am an idiot when it comes to basketball except for the 90s bulls michael jordan can um can beat up lebron any day of the week lebron can suck it um okay amen brother amen amen 
Uh, okay. Let's no more, no more procrastinating. Let's just get into this. Okay. Um, before we get into the individual games, like I said before, um, Cardinals are nine and seven since our last episode. They are three for, uh, or not, they are nine on, and seven on the year. They are three for four in the last week. Uh, they play the Marlins, Reds, and Mets. Cardinals surrender first place and have yet to get, uh, get to 10 wins on the season, which I thought was actually really surprising because, you know, the let's see, the Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, Padres, Mariners, I think even the Angels have and the Rays have. Uh, there's a lot of teams have, that have already uh, – gotten to 10 wins and Cardinals are not one of them. Yes, they have missed two games. Fine. Fine, we can uh, go there, but um, that's still pretty, especially with what I've been seeing lately. Uh, Brewers take first place. They are 11 and 7 now. Um, before I get into the games, you want to add anything to that? No, let's just let's, let's get to the rough part. Okay, so so let's see. Last was this Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. Um, I think it was the second game in the series against the Marlins. Cardinals went two nothing. Uh, Cabrera got the win. Guyo Ghost got the save. Hey, there's a first. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting I'm getting ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing big there. I don't know who scored these game uh, these runs. Oh, Arenado. Oh, he got a two run home run. Oh yeah, that was the that was the game in the ninth inning. Where, yeah, okay. Oh look, um, yeah. Anything to add on that? That was a good home run by Arenado. Arenado has been on fire. Um, but anyways, no, just keep on yeah. keeping on, brother. Yeah. Uh, so the Cardinals take the series against the Marlins. Uh, they lose game three against the Marlins, uh, five nothing. Only uh, only got five hits on that last game. Uh, who's the loss? Loss was Hicks. Ugh. Yeah. Um. He only yeah. gave up one though. Oh yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Did he give up one or? He gave it? up one. Okay. Oh yeah. Three innings. Oh my gosh. Remember, they're still stretching him out. Yeah, they are. Um. Anyways, um, and then we go into the three-game series against the Reds. Cardinals take game one, four, two. Uh, Matt's got the win on that one. He had a shutout going again, I think. No, he had he gave up a run. Um, yeah, but he looked really, really good that he game. Did, he did look good. Uh, look good. Um, my issue, I'm going to just touch on this, and I'm just not even going to stay on it. Uh, he had seven hits, one run, uh, two walks, and six strikeouts in five innings. I He needs to start going more than five innings. He needs to. It's this is not a debate. I mean, I think you agree with me. He needs to go more than five innings, Stephen Matz. I think he'll go at least six tomorrow. I hope so. Uh, the Cardinals need him to. We can't rely on Wainwright to go more than six innings. Every... Yeah, we'll get the Wainwright later. Yeah, but we can't. Re- <laughs> yeah, we can't rely on Wainwright to go more than six innings every game. And then just have the bullpen cover our ass every day. Um, if only we had a starter. Uh, okay. 
Four two. Uh, Cardinals then went take uh, game two five nothing against the Reds. Dakota Hudson got the win. Um, only allowed two hits. Not bad. Uh, four walks though and four strikeouts. Um, six and two thirds for Hudson, which is this is good. Um, he's, I mean, it's not the hardest team to go against, but still, that's that's a good uh, that's a good day at the office, and I'm I take it six. Six innings is good. I need a I need a pitcher who can go more than five, like I said. Um, and then, and then the wheels started to fall apart on me, because guess what? There's a God and He hates me. Um, Cardinals dropped Game Three to the Reds, snapping the Reds' nine, eleven, or eleven game uh, losing streak. Uh, Wainwright got the loss. He only went five innings, allowed eight hits, four runs, three walks, and three strikeouts. Um, I'll get into more of the Reds uh, win in a little bit, but um, that that one hurt, uh, suffice it to say. Uh, See, I think that one hurt you more than it hurt me. Uh, you know what? I am going to get into this. I'm going to get into this right now. Because <laughs> I, I, I have so much shit to talk about the Mets right now. I, I just, I I got to stay focused right now. Hey, before you get in your rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. We, we got to give uh, Miles some credit. Mm. His last two outings have been very good. They have been. Very, um, very good. And I know we're about to get into the Mets, and that's where we were going to go there, but... Yeah. Before we start just destroying everybody, yeah, give Michaelis his credit. His last two outings have been very, very good. Yeah, um, I do have one little thing about Michaelis, but that was uh, it's small. I mean, he did do really good yesterday, yeah. game one, um, and then he did really good against the was it the Brewers? His last outing? No, it was the uh, it was the Marlins, wasn't it? Marlins. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm getting mixed up now. Okay, so so this is why I have a problem with the loss to the Reds. <clears throat> the Cardinals lose a game to the Marlins. Fine. They have a decent team, decent, uh, really good pitching, and they have a pretty decent offense. I don't expect to win every game against them. Losing to the uh, Reds is stupid, and fans can call me an idiot and say a whole bunch of bullshit about how we can't win them all. Fuck off. Okay, just fuck off right now. I, I don't give a shit. The Reds are three and fourteen right now. They had they had an eleven game losing streak going into the series against the Cardinals. You have to produce offensively against a shit team like that. That is stupid. Anyone who says, Oh, oh, the Red the Cardinals are have a good offense. They just didn't show up today. You have to show up today. You think the Dodgers would lose a game to the Reds and everybody in the fan in every MLB fan would be like, Oh, oh, that's okay. That's okay, because you can't win them all. No. If the Dodgers didn't annihilate the Reds, then everyone would be saying or talking about how overhyped the Dodgers are. Any any team over 500 who is expected to make the playoffs this year, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Padres, the Cardinals, the Brewers, um, Mets, the Braves, anybody, anybody facing the Reds because they are the worst team in the league right now. 
I, I don't think I'm wrong on that, right? Yeah, they've only won three games. Three games. One of them thanks to the Cardinals. 33% of their wins is because of the Cardinals. And the Cardinals gave them a win. That's stupid. That is stupid, stupid, stupid. You, you, you're telling me you could only scrounge up two runs against the, the Reds on that game? I think we got shut out that game, didn't we? Did they? I would not be surprised. Let me, let me double check that. Hold on, let me. Let me double check. So they scored one run. I'm sorry, they one run. Fun. Okay, we were both wrong. One, <laughs> one, one measly. Technically, we were right because I I went over and you went under, so it was technically a split. So I'll take the win on that. Somebody has to, but they got five runs against them in game two, and then only four runs. So. 10 runs in a three-game series against the Reds. Fine, fine, whatever. And then, yeah, so that's that's why it annoys the shit out of me. I think, I think the Cardinals could have done and should have done better against the, against the Reds, and I think they kind of got complacent right then. Um, do you have anything to add on that? So – I understand your frustrations. Yes. I'm with you, brother. But, Uh-oh. but, but, Wayno does not have the greatest track record pitching in Cincinnati. Wayno has not been consistent yet this year. He's either been really good or he's been not bad, but less than stellar. Um, I went into that game thinking that Cincinnati hasn't led a lead in. What was it? Ninety plus innings. They were on a ten game, eleven game skid at that point. Mm-hmm. Wayno traditionally doesn't do great there. I went in prepared for that game to get a bias. Now I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, but I was prepared for that personally. Uh, it just Wayno just doesn't play great there, and we got to give their pitchers some credit. I mean, I watched the game. Uh, Lodolo, I think is his name. I might be saying it wrong. I apologize if I am. He pitched a really decent game for his third MLB start, I think it was. So I want to give that kid a little credit. Now, my frustration are the bats. Yes, I just said that pitcher pitched a really good game. But but the bats, man, um, I don't know what's going on with the bats ever since that game. Oh, it's been rough. And I know we're going to cover this as we continue the show, but we got to hit the ball. Um, even Goldie's finally getting hot, but Arenado looks like he's he's a little bit cool right now. And Carlson's still not hitting the ball great. And DeYoung finally got a hit tonight. Thank God. But the bats need to work, and the bats are not working right now. So – I agree with you 100%. We got to produce offensively, um, especially if we expect to not just make the playoffs, but be able to compete in the playoffs. It, but the, the Cincinnati game doesn't get me as bad. That's a that's a rivalry game. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't fault the I don't fault Wainwright as much. Um, he had a bad game, and tip, typically on those games, your offense has to pick you up. Right, which, the offense didn't. If I remember correctly, it was still pretty close uh, whenever Wainwright left. 
I think he gave up three. Did he give up three? Okay, I no think. Mind. I think. Um, hold on. Let me pull up the box again. Um, I thought there were three zero in the uh, yeah yeah inning. three 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 runs two in the first one in the second. So yeah, he settled in and left after the fifth inning, I think. Right, and then yeah. then the sixth inning they gave up a run. Um, your op- the offense has to pick him up. Um, let's see, uh, your boy Labola. Lodolo, Lodolo, Nick Lodolo, the Dodo. Never heard of him. Uh, 238 ERA in four games, um, 11 innings pitched, a .97 whip. I mean, the kid's uh, not throwing the ball badly. Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the spring training. My bad. Uh, 156 whip, 456 FIP, 79 ERA plus. And a 5.52 ERA. He is one for two with three games started. Now he he might have been pitching good against the Cardinals. I don't know. I I didn't watch that game. I can't. I think I was working that day. But I I I I I don't think there's any excuse for anybody not named Luis Gonzalez. Is it Gonzalez? No, not Gonzalez. It's a uh, Castillo. Who's injured right now, or Tyler Maley, uh, to be shutting out the Cardinals? I honestly, I was more expecting Hunter Green to uh, beat the Cardinals more than uh, anybody else. Uh, oh, see, and- I expected him to lose because it was. His, I thought it was his first start at home, so I figured the pressure would get to him. Mm. I don't know how. There's no one in that those fucking stands. Anyways, <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm over the Reds. Well, right we now. had we had different views on the Reds. Though. That that's cool though. I mean, we yeah. had different expectations. Yeah. No. No. It's I, I I appreciate that you have a different view to me. I by the way, listen. I, I I'm I'm going to talk about the fans later. I think unless I just lose my voice. But I I I respect anyone who has an opinion, as long as their opinion is. Like based in facts and not just holding on to the excuses of, oh, we're so injured every time, or oh, it's the beginning of the season, or oh, like don't don't excuse everything. Just just say like, if the Cardinals sucked, the Cardinals sucked. That doesn't make you any less of a fan than me or Josh or anybody else in this world, and. I'll, I'll get into some more of that with those fan bases sometimes. Um, and then we go into the Mets uh, series. Oh, by the way, so we lost yesterday, uh, game one, which was the 5-2 loss that we have a problem with. And then we lost tonight, 3-0. Um, so that now we have a three-game losing streak. Cool, 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 cool. Let's get it out of the way early in the season. <laughs> yeah. Um. So game one, uh, pretty good game. The first eight innings, um, pretty Cardinal, good, man. That was excellent. It was, yeah, it was a pretty good that game. Was an excellent yeah. game. I loved it. Yeah, um, Cardinals uh, were holding the Mets pretty good. Um, I will say, um, I think Michaelis pitched really well. I think Scherzer and Michaelis both benefited from the umpire strike zone. 
uh, it looked like it was really wide. Um, and so you know what's funny about you saying that? Why? Because you mentioned it at last night when we were talking. So I went and I checked his post-game score, schedule, whatever they call it. Yeah. He had a 98% on that game. They said he missed three calls. That was really? the whole game. Yep. Really? Man, to me, it looked like it was a. they were dealing with a wide strike zone. I wanted to look at it um, last night also, but I was too depressed after the game. I only looked it up because you mentioned something. So yeah. I just had to check it out, and I was like, ooh, Logan's not going to like it when I give him that. <laughs> no, no. it's Okay, then I'm, I'm going to retract what I just said. Hey, Michael has pitched a really good game. And, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think he did a really good game. It just seemed like they were living really far oh, yeah, outside. Yeah, really far outside, it seemed like. Maybe, I agree with you. Maybe it was just the camera view or it was a different camera view and I wasn't used to it or something. But um, then the – oh, my God, the fucking cat. <laughs> you hear it too? Oh, my God, yeah. The um, cat's getting in on the podcast. Yeah, Tyler O'Neill got a – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, give the cat a mic. <laughs> no. Ozzy does not need a mic. Uh Tyler O'Neill gets two RBIs. Was it a bases loaded? No, it was second and third. No, it was bases no, loaded. Yeah, it was. You talking about in the in the eight, top bottom of the eighth last night? Yeah, bottom of the eighth. So y- Yachty hit for a single. Then I believe it, oh, it was Bader. Then hit for a single. They brought in the pinch runner. They were on first and second, and I don't remember what happened after that. Because they brought yeah. Brennan Donovan in to run for Yachty. And then we got the two runs on, I, I think it was um, O'Neal. Yeah, O'Neal hit a yeah. two-run, two-run, two-RBI. Yeah, it was uh, Donovan scored from third. and. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm yeah, sorry. And you're, you're right. Bader scored from second. Yeah. Yeah, because um, Bader was flying like a bat out of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was that, um, and going into the ninth, they had a two nothing lead, and then uh, Arenado gets an error, a throwing error. Which I, I'm going to say this right now: I do not fault Arenado. He makes that play nine out of ten times. Um, people were saying, "Why didn't he just run to third and tag the guy out?" No, 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 no. You don't do that. Don't do that. You don't want to get into a rundown and you don't want to give an, a guy an opportunity to miss a tag. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. He, he made the right move by throwing to first. Um, and probably I think Arenado would tell you that he's more comfortable throwing at the first than going after the runner from between second and third. Um, you have anything to say before? No, I think you're exactly right. I'd say he makes that throw 99 out of 100 times, actually. Yeah. Um, I think the only reason I think he missed that throw was maybe he saw old boy running from second to third, and he might have just for a millisecond thought about it. That's the yeah. only thing I can think of because the dude makes that play all the time. He always runs outside the line and makes that throw across the field. So I don't fault Arnott at all. I mean – He's a um, fantastic. He's an elite player, and but he's not a god, and he's not perfect. So, keep talking. I gotta, I gotta let this cat out. He's driving me insane. <laughs> but um, you know, Arenado did 
did what he normally does, and unfortunately it didn't work out, and Goldie just didn't quite have the stretch to get that ball down. Um, what really ended up frustrating me was Gallegos um, making a rookie triple-A error by not covering first base on that beautiful gold-glove snag that Goldschmidt had down the first baseline, which would have ended the game. Mm. Um, and then we had a two-run score. Uh, and that that's that's what made me mad was Gallegos's lack of uh, awareness to get to the bag quicker. That could have ended the game right then and there, and it would have been over. And then it all just unraveled from there. So um, I, I put it more on Gallegos than I do anything else. Uh, it was a tough – it was what I like to call a bad beat. Um, but, you know, the show must go on. And, and I was really hoping tonight we'd have a bounce-back game. And, ooh, it was a good game. It was just a rough one. It was a rough one. Again, our bats are not hitting the ball. Uh, we're not getting the barrel on the bat, on the ball. And, you know, we're making contact. Well, that's arguable because I think we've had, what, 20 strikeouts in the last two games? Uh, let's see. Scherzer had 10 of those. So 13 strikeouts, 13 strikeouts yesterday and nine strikeouts today. So 24. Is it 22? 13 and nine. Yeah. 22. Yeah. Okay. My bad. My math is off today. Um, going back on the Arenado throw, I think the ball kind of got stuck in his glove for a second there because it seemed like it took him a second to get it out of the glove, but um, maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, to, and then, yeah, everything breaks loose. Uh, Goldschmidt makes an incredible play. I thought it was going to get past him. Um, so did I. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then he, Gallegos takes forever to get the first, which I don't know what he was doing. Um it was, it was bad. Uh, I think uh, Marmol said something that was pretty, uh, pretty good. He was holding him accountable. Um, he said, uh, "Not covering first base for what would have been the third out in the ninth. We're going to make physical mistakes. That's a mental mistake. Uh, can't excuse it." He, uh, he knows it. We know it. Um, yeah. You know what I loved that, about that? What? He sounded, he sounded like Chief. Mm. And for those of you who don't know Chief is, that's Craig Berube, the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. It that's, just sounded very much like something Chief would say. That was what a lot of people were saying. Um, but, yeah, it that actually makes so much sense. Just like physically, you may not be able to get there. Uh, you may trip, you may, you know, something uh, mentally. If you don't think, hey, balls hit the first base, I got to cover first base, uh, you have to get there, right? Like, you have to get there. Um, I don't think Dominic Smith is a fast um, runner. I mean, he was he was flying last night, but uh, I don't know who, I don't know what his sprint speed is right now, but um, yeah, and then he holds it at first by the time Goldschmidt finally gets the ball to him. And then as uh, Gallegos is 
holding the ball. The second run scores from second when the ball hasn't left the infield. I don't know how that happened. I don't know, man. Kisner was jumping up and down, screaming for the ball. I I think Gallegos just got so rattled, he didn't know what to do, where to go with it, and uh, that's why I'm saying last night's loss was more frustrating for me than the Cincinnati loss or even tonight's loss. Oh yeah, I'm more frustrated with the Mets loss. I just I'm just frustrated and pissed off that the um, Reds, the Cardinals, kind of just let an easy win go when they shouldn't have. Agreed. Uh, but, yeah, this one pisses me off a lot. Um, it was still a great game. It was a great game. The It just seemed like the defense just kind of – the car, the number one defense in the last two years had kind of just fell off. Um, and you, you, you can't do that. You cannot do that. <laughs> that's the human element of the game, man, though. I mean, that's why we play the game. That's why we watch the game. That's why we love the game. There's a human element to it. And they take their focus off, and it, it, it hurts for us as the fans. Hmm. And But I don't I don't sympathize for them. I mean, they're, they're professional players. They're paid millions of dollars. Not all of them, but a good portion yeah. of them are paid millions of dollars to play the game. And He just know, signed an extension, I think, right? Who, which one? Gallegos, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I'd have to check that one out. We'd have a baseball reference that one, but I mean, these guys are getting to do something the majority of, of us would love to do for a living. And but they are human. Um, I don't expect to see him make another mental mistake like that the rest of the year, maybe even the rest of his career. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And he's still a young guy, um, so I'm not trying to excuse it. But it's it's in the past. I I know. He's going to be held accountable, and he, we, we just got to move on, and we got to play better baseball. Oh, so he signed a two million, $2.4 million contract to avoid com, uh, arbitration. arbitration this year. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to find Dominic Smith's uh, sprint speed, but I, I can't. I can't right now. <laughs> it's uh, There's a lot of stuff going on on baseball savant. Um, yeah. Yeah, and th- – Giving up the lead 3-2 was bad, and then pulling Gallegos out, and then T.J. McFarlane comes in, and Brandon Nimmo hits a two-run home run. First pitch, uh, too. First, yeah. And if you look at it, he shouldn't have hit that ball out of the park. And did you see where that ball was at? Yeah, it, it was, was inside low, and there's that ball should not have gone as far as it went, and he shouldn't even swing that pitch. He shouldn't, but I mean, hey, he he got a hold of it, and oh, he tattooed her. I mean, yeah, like that's not necessarily McFarland's fault, but yeah, like like I said, it just seemed like the defense just kind of gave it up in the ninth inning. Uh, Arenado did make his mistake. Gallegos made two mistakes in one play. Um, gosh, yeah. So there was that. Um, I'm over this game already. And uh, anything else you need to talk about on this game? No, we can move on to tonight's game. Okay, then tonight's game: Hicks versus Bassett. Hmm, Chris Bassett. That sounds familiar. Anyone who doesn't know, I made an uh, article not too long ago. Back, actually, back in November, of uh, players I thought the Cardinals needed to get. And number one was Chris Bassett, 
uh, in a trade with the, uh, the athletics. Um, I said, Chris Bassett was a great player needed to get him. Wasn't going to have to cost an arm and a leg. I didn't, I didn't think, uh, and the Cardinals should have traded for him. Uh, I think there were, there were a couple other players who the Cardinals should have got, but whatever Cardinals are cheap. And then everybody was like, Oh, we don't need pitching. We have enough pitching. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of people. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm not angry at you. I'm, I'm not angry at anyone. I'm just angry. Uh, so he pitches a shutout. He goes six innings, only allows two hits. Uh, Hicks goes two innings, only allows two hits, two of them and two runs and two walks and one strikeout. Um, he leaves. Yeah, he leaves uh, in the second inning and after getting a ball hit off his hand, um, Hicks needs to not be a starter ever again. I think. I think. I think this. I think I'm fine without seeing Hicks start. Um, but the Cardinals don't only get three runs on the entire game and lose three two uh, three nothing. Uh, Arenado got a hit. Goldie, I think, got a hit. Yeah, and yeah. Dion got a hit. Yeah, like Goldie's on a five-game hit streak right now. Um, yeah. And in four of those, up until tonight, he had multiple hits per game. So, uh, yeah, tonight, I I don't know, man. I, I understand you think that pitcher, Bissett's really good. He had a good last year. He was not, to me, I didn't think he was all that impressive tonight. Mm-hmm. He got a little wild a couple times. Yeah. Um, I mean, that happens in a game. That, 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 that happens. I'm not saying you can't ever get a little wild, but uh, he, I, I, don't put, I don't think he had that great of a game. I think our bats are just ice cold right now. Mm. That, that's on, my honest to God. I didn't think he was – he didn't impress me. And now I didn't get to watch the first three and a half innings. Yeah. Because um, I was driving home from work, and then I had something I had to take care of. But – you know, I got to watch the, him pitch three innings. He, he didn't impress me. I mean, I was listening to the game. It didn't sound like he was out of this world amazing. Hmm. I just think our bats are cold. Uh, we're not seeing the ball come out of the, the pitcher's hands. Things are not going well for us right now. Um, at this point, and I, don't, and, and I know the statistically it doesn't back up, but at this point, let Pools be the DH. I mean, hmm. at least he's making contact most of the time. He's at least making contact. I know we got to get everybody reps out there so they don't, you know, fall the heck apart. But good lord, um, tonight's game was frustrating. Just not not able to hit the ball. Uh, there was some good drama though there at the end of the game. Um, did you get, did you get to catch the eighth inning? Yeah, I I was watching. So I watched the eighth inning and then I was like, well, what the hell are they talking about? Um, cause I, I didn't watch the whole game. I, I only caught the last two. Um, so let's see Bassett hit Donovan. Yeah. Obviously not in part on purpose cause Donovan's in his first official game, uh, starting Wickren hit Smith, which I don't think was on purpose either. I think it looked nope. like a sinker that just got away from him. It was on the foot. Whitley hit a Alonzo in the helmet. Head. Yeah. In the head. At, and, uh, Alonzo was not happy about that. Then Which, Otto, oh, on yeah, that yeah. pitch, because I did you see that one? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, did you get to see the replay? 
No, why? Okay, so he was throwing a changeup, and it looked like the changeup just came out of his hand wild. Mm. It, it's almost like he just lost his whole grip on the ball. Um, yeah. It obviously wasn't intentional. He wasn't trying to buzz the tower. Um, yeah. It just looked like it got out of hand for him. So I just didn't know if you got to see the replay or you got to see the ball. I didn't see the replay, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I knew that the pitch got away from him, but like, and um, so Ottavino hit Edmund, which I don't even think that was in, on purpose either. No, uh, it was just a slider inside, got away from him, hit the back foot. Like, yeah, hitting hitting a player in the foot is pretty hard to do. It seems like, um, maybe it's easier for a pitcher like Ottavino. But anyways, uh, and then Brooks hit Marte, which was not on purpose because the bases were loaded in the eighth inning. And Marte um, wanted, wanted to give Kisner crap about it. And I was like, dude, come on. He's obviously not trying to hit you right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. It was like a 2-2 pitch too, I think, right? It was a, it was in the middle of the at-bat. It wasn't like a right. beginning, I don't think. Um, I could be wrong. I don't remember. Um, yeah, so yeah, the Cardinals fall. I, I, I do want to say though, so the Mets, they go into this series. They are number two in whip in the entire uh, majors. Um, two in opponent batting average with 194. And I think they're third in uh, ERA, which is 274. Um, so they are really good. They are a really good pitching team. Um, I think I saw something that the starters have like a one, like less than a one ERA or something. Yeah. I wish I wish I had it. Um, maybe I do have it, but um, so I do. I, I do want to say that you know maybe the Cardinals offense isn't just horrid. I don't think they're horrid. I just think they're ice cold right now. Yeah. Uh, Mets starting pitcher uh, pitchers MLB leading two point. 07 ERA. Um, that's McGill, Scherzer, Bassett, Carrasco, whoever the other guy is. Um, Wait till they get DeGrom back. Yeah. Uh, that I, I most definitely can. Um, yeah, that that's that was – it's still a rough loss. I mean, yesterday uh, Carlson looked horrible at the plate. Um they moved him down to the fifth spot, I think, today. Yeah. Um, three at-bats, a walk, and a strikeout. Um, seven seven players left on base – seven Cardinals left on base tonight. No, nine. Um, that's not good. You can't – this is this goes back to, you know, 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, they just left – players on base when they shouldn't they really needed to not do that um yeah um but that's basically all i have to say on the cardinals three game losing streak against the mets and reds i think tomorrow's gonna be an interesting game um being the fact that it's gonna be an afternoon game Mm. being the fact that how many guys got hit by pitches tonight and how many close pitches there were. Yeah, there were a lot um, of close ones. Carlson almost got hit um, on a 3-0 count. Arnado almost got hit on a 
count that walked him. He was, I think, it was a full count. And they almost, they yeah. almost beamed him, and he avoided it. Um, so I think tomorrow's game could get a little interesting. Um, too bad it's a noon start game, and everybody's gonna be at work. Yeah. So I'll have that one on the radio at work, trying to listen to it. I do want to say in the ninth, was it the ninth inning or the eighth? It was the eighth inning because Edmund and Edmund was on, and. Someone was on – yeah, no, no one else was on. But they, uh, no one was on first, and they pitched to Arenado, which I thought was the stupidest thing a Met, the Mets could do. He's one of the hottest hitters right now, and they don't intentionally walk him with Carlson coming up after him. I was like, you guys – and that's why – and I said – I texted you and I said, uh, Arenado's about to hit a game-tying home run because – the Mets are being stupid and pitching to him. Yeah, but he's over uh, eight the last two games. Yeah. Well, he got a hit. Didn't he get a hit tonight? Yeah. He, um, he might have yeah. got one tonight, but he was over eight. Yeah. Uh, oh, was second and bad tonight. Mm. Two walks tonight. Yeah. They were not pitching to him. But, anyways, whatever. Um, that's all the games in the last week. Three for four this week, like I said. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think of the week? Oh, definitely a rough stretch. We're gonna have those though. In a 162 game season, you're gonna go on bad runs. Um, I think we are. So, obviously, I said some things in our earlier podcasts where I said I was worried about the bullpen. Yeah. I'm not worried about the bullpen as a whole. I'm worried about a couple guys at the bullpen. Um, Brooks can be gone as far as I'm concerned. Uh, like he can be gone, like just ship him out, trip him to uh, put him down to AAA or release him, whatever you got to do, get rid of him. Huh. Uh, he just has not done anything to impress me at all in the slightest. Um, Gallegos, I think, is going to be fine. Cabrera is regaining my trust. I still like Helsley. Uh, I think we need a true closer. Um, if it's if it's not going to be Gallegos, I think you take Hicks and you throw Hicks as soon as we can. We put Hicks back in there. We make him the closer. Let him just go burn people up with his hundred mile an hour fastball. Um, I like the experiment of trying to get him out there and seeing if he can be a starter. I don't know if it's going to work. Maybe it's just because he's still really, really, really young and needs more experience. If that's the case, you guys want to be a starter, ship him back down to triple A yeah. and let him go get a season down there with Libertor and let those two guys develop together. And maybe next year, bring them up as starters. And there's yeah. another guy down in triple A that they were talking about. I heard on the radio thing. Um, Seth Thompson, I think. And apparently he is just lighting it up down there in triple A. So, We've been excited about Zach Thompson for the last couple of years, so I hope yeah. I hope he comes up good. Well, they're saying he changed something in the offseason this year, and he just looks like a different guy. He did something in the Arizona Fall League or something, and it's translating over. Mm. But at this point, we need another bat in the lineup. So, you know, I think you give DeYoung till the middle of May, and then we start shopping him. Um, up until tonight, because I was going to say, you know, he's playing pretty well defensively, and then – he lets that one ball go right by him, doesn't get his body in front of it. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there's plenty of teams out there who need a middle infield or who can play defense. Let's ship them out. Let's go get a bat. 
Um, Carlson needs to get his confidence back. Bader needs to find the switch. Um, you know, Goldie's finally getting hot. Arnado's going to come back. Edmonds doing perfectly fine, in my opinion, especially for as much trash as people talk about him. Uh, AKA me. me. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Molina is. You know I love Molina. He's he's my guy. Like I love Yachty. Mm. But he's got a hopefully that hit last night and to put him on and to get to the two run spot. Hopefully that helps charge him up and he's getting back to where he needs to be. But he's got a swing that he needs to be hitting at least two thirty, two forty. Yeah. Um because Kisner's right now is hitting what, two seventy. So Yeah, he's doing really well. We uh, we, we gotta figure out what's going on. There, there's too many wrinkles. And we got to get some of it straightened out. The uh, starting pitching overall hasn't looked horrible, just inconsistent. Right now, it's Michaelis and Matt's are most consistent pitchers. That's that's rough to say. Yeah, that's not that's not necessarily good. Because um, you know, you look at the team that we have. Um, you know, Wainwright's supposed to be the ace. Um, Flaherty's out. Should be back on May fifth. I think that's when I saw. No, you missed this too. Did I? What did I miss? Oh no, you haven't heard. Oh, you're about to get super mad. So Mazalek came out and said, "Don't even expect an update on Flaherty or Reyes until the middle of May." An update. Oh, I must. It's time to go get a pitcher. So now we need to go and talk to. Oakland about uh, Montes. Yeah, Montes. I knew it started with an M, but I knew it was a Manaya. But yeah, it's time to go look for a pitcher. Okay. Uh, before the season gets out of control. Okay. I'm pissed now. I'm pissed on <laughs> another thing now. Yet another thing. Listen, Cardinal, I don't understand what the Cardinals think. I, I really wish I understood. I, I wish I could get into the mindset. Last year, the Cardinals had Michaelis out for most of the year. Okay. He gets injured a lot. Okay. He does get injured a lot. Uh, Flaherty, he got injured. Uh, I think that's like the first time he's really gotten injured, injured. I think he's had a couple of scrapes and bruises that took him out of a start once, but um, whatever. Wainwright's old. Um, Carlos Martinez was always injured too. You were lucky to ever get him. Alex Reyes last year we were he was uh the first he year he wasn't injured. Yeah, but he was solid the first half of the year. Eh, kind of. Dude, uh, he had like what twenty something saves in the first half of the season. My my thing with him was that he kind of lucked in those saves, but that's another topic for another time. But anyways, we had all these injured players. You knew Wainwright was on his way out. I don't care. I don't care that he says that he's not. He hasn't officially announced his retirement. He's retiring after the season. He's not. He's not going to not, uh, or he's not going to stick around while Yachty and Albert are enjoying retirement. Um, the Cardinals had needs this year, and then they go and they go pick up Nick Whitgren. They pick up Brooks. They pick up uh, Verhagen. Verhagen, who was supposed to be a starter, and then they don't use him. Well, he's on the D, he's on the well, he is on the IL right now. Yeah, he is on the IL right now, but he they didn't use him. 
I mean, even when they needed him. And then, um, I mean, all these guys that they they could have gotten for relatively cheap. Marcus Stroman, Carlos Rodon. I understand why they didn't get Rodon, but they had they could have traded for Chris Bassett. They could have traded for Shamanaya. They could have traded for uh, Montes. Uh, there, um, what other? I mean, we saw pitchers getting traded left and right after the lockout, and the Cardinals just don't go out. And then, and then they're like, "Well, I didn't know that they were going to get injured. That's just bad luck on us, I guess. We just can't win, can't win them all." Injuries happen throughout the entire season for every team, but guess what? Every team seems to go out. Who wants to win? They go out and get a player. They want to get a player. The Dodgers go get a player. They go get um, the Padres. Go get a player. They got Sean Maneyer. They get. I. It's you just, want to tell you why it is. Why? Because they're cheap. They, well, not only are they cheap, but I mean, then let's be honest. They're they're not cheap. We're we're in the middle of the MLB when it comes to spending on the roster. Yeah. So let, let's let's be let's be real, true, yeah. uh, honesty in media here. This is, this is true. <laughs> this is true. That that you forget how much they you forget how much they're spending on Arenado and um, Goldsmith. That is oh, that is true. I think this just plays into it. But yeah. the reason they don't want to go spend money is because what happened in 06? Where, where do we where do we start the playoffs in 06? Uh, bottom. Right. Where do we start the playoffs in eleven? Wild card. Bingo. They think because they've won a couple of World Series mm-hmm. with having teams that could just sneak into the playoffs because the playoffs are a whole new season. Their yeah. whole goal is just to make the playoffs. And they think that's good enough for Cardinal Nation. Well, we kind of got used to, well, at least this generation of Cardinals fans, we got used to being competitive and complacent. making deep runs. And the ownership has gotten complacent with just making the playoffs. They think that's going to be satisfying for the fan base. Yes, it's nice that we are always competitive. We have not had one season where we were not competitive since 2000. So Um, it's nice to always be competitive, but we want to win. And with the salary caps going up and players wanting to make more money and people are still willing to go pay the high ticket prices, the high parking prices, the high concession prices, you guys can go spend more money. I don't care that we just came out of COVID. We're about to hit a recession. You guys are going to make crap. So you better spend some money on some players to draw people into the ballpark so when that money gets tight at home, they still want to go spend to see good entertainment. If you're not competitive, people aren't going to come to the ballpark. Let's look at Oakland. Look at Tam- – well, Tampa Bay is a bad example because they're competitive and they still don't spend money. Yeah. Um, look at Baltimore. This is a baseball town, especially when it's not hockey season, and – they're going to need to spend some money. So it's time to go get a pitcher. It's time to try to unload DeYoung or do whatever you need to do to get another shortstop or another bat. And and as much as it pains me to say this, and this is, this is my way too early rant, my way, way too early because I don't in my heart believe this, but if Carlson doesn't shape up by the end of May, we need to go find a right fielder for everyday purposes while Carlson gets relocked in because there, it just may be a sophomore slump. It could be a sophomore slump, and that's all I think would would think it is. Yeah, last year was his rookie year. Yeah, that's right. That is right. So if it's his sophomore slump, I'm okay with that. I understand that he's he's readapting. He's trying to live up to expectation. Fine, but let's not waste Yadi Yadi's last year. And to me, this is more about Yadi than it is AP. 
AP's got enough to worry about. Yeah, He's got enough going on. I want Yachty to go out on top. So go spend the freaking money, and let's let's make a freaking run because the Dodgers are going to be enough trouble. The Mets are proving that they're going to be enough trouble, especially when they get DeGrom back because they're better than I thought they were going to be. We got to get out of our own conference, and then we're still going to have to deal with the Brewers in our own division. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. No, no. Hey, that's you're exactly right. Um, yeah, like I said, like last year in 2019, um, I don't know if you remember this, but like April, the Cardinals were playing really bad teams and they looked really good, obviously, because they were playing bad teams and they were winning against the bad teams. And then like um, May and June came about and they were losing all a whole bunch of series and only winning one game a series. And then just, I mean, it was one, win one game, lose three. Win one game, lose three. Win one game, three, lose three. And and the Cardinals front office, they just seem to think that this is this is exactly I mean how it's supposed to happen. I and they they seem to be okay with that. And then Cardinal fans don't hold their uh hold the front office feet to the fire. Um I'm gonna be honest. That's Cardinal fans are just as I think are not just as um are a little bit to blame for this because you know you see some of these Cardinal fans and they're just like, oh, well, we can't question, we can't dare to question the front office because the front office knows all and we are just lowly people. Uh, no, 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 no. These, This is your team. You have to care. When they lose, you have to call them out on the, on it. Um, but if you're, you keep being happy with the complacency and the mediocrity, they're not going to get past the wild card like they have been. I mean, they haven't gotten past the last time they've been to the um, NLCS was in 2019. Um, And before that, they hadn't been to the playoffs since 2016, I think, right? I think you're right. And, I mean, ever since 2011 or 2013, I should say, maybe 2015, 2014, um, they've just been mediocre. Now they've made it to the playoffs, but they barely made it to the playoffs. Um, it's just it's frustrating because it's the same song and dance every year. Cardinals act like they're going to try to uh, go and win a World Series, and then they don't do anything in the off season, and then they get shocked because the team sucks in the beginning of the year, and then they finally go on a little bit of a run in the la- last half of the season. And then they get knocked out first round, second round um, in the playoffs. And then everyone is like, oh, well, we played really well. We just, the better team won this time. No, bullshit. Um, Can I give you another theory? Yeah, another one. Hit me. So, so, and it's kind of a two-parter. Okay. And they run parallel to each other. They don't exactly cross. So, back to your base for your your statement about Cardinals fans need to hold the organization accountable. Yeah. Remember how I always say this is a baseball city. Mm -hmm. This is part of what I mean by this is a baseball city. People will show up to the stadium, good team or bad team, because baseball is a part of this city. It's a part of being a St. Louisan. You love Cardinal baseball. 
at least generally uh, generationally we have up until the new generation where they don't care as much which is and the cardinals are old school the organization yeah. is old school so they're still living on that and they're not advancing with the times they oh i i just want to add this one quick thing they they seem to be adding um like being more analytical lately. And I know you have your thing about that, but I think, I think they've, they have tried to do a little bit of that, but I think they are failing miserably at the analytics right there. Uh, continue. And then my second point to that is COVID kind of broke everything. Hmm. And when I say this, I mean, so for two years, you couldn't, you didn't have packed stadiums. People had to find other things to enjoy their time. And what they realized is for a lot of people, and this is not everybody. So if you're not one of these people, don't get insulted. Don't get your panties in a bunch. All right, people. But people realized they could live without baseball. They realized they didn't miss it as much as they thought they were going to, because they found other things to do to entertain their, their free time and spend their money on. And I think, COVID kind of broke us a little bit and it's tore apart one of the things that brings us together is St. Louis's mm. um, you know of course you're not going to sell out every you're not going to sell out afternoon games during the week you're not going to sell out every night game during the week unless it's a Friday night Saturday night or Sunday afternoon games because people have jobs they have lives but they also have other things going on yeah so yeah, the, the, the owners aren't getting that revenue that they're used to getting, and it's because the young folks aren't coming to the games, and the old folks aren't going to come anymore because they found other things they can do. This all goes to not advancing with the times, and it, it's disappointing for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had the freedom and the ability, I would go to 50 games a year if I could. And I'm not talking just at Bush. I mean, I'd go to – I've never been to a game to Wrigley, but it's on my – it's on my to-do list. I want to go to a game at Wrigley. You know, I would try to go to all the games in the area, you know, Detroit, and, uh, the White Sox ballpark, and Cleveland's ballpark, and Kansas City. I mean, I would try to make a trip out to the places that are regional. But people have – they've moved on, and they've found things that they prefer to do with their time and their money. And if they're not going to get the entertainment out of the game and the game's not going to be competitive, they're not going to show up, and that's going to hurt the revenue, which means there's not as much money to spend on players. I know that was long-winded, and I went a couple different directions there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I just, um, I just read it, or Chris Bassett was just interviewed, and I, I, I just, it just popped up on my phone. So he said, he, uh, he think, he knows why uh, players were getting hit tonight. Um, he said that first inning, the balls, he said the balls were different in each inning. It seemed like, um, he said the first inning it was good. Second inning is bad. The, he said the third inning, the balls were uh, good. They were okay. Uh, then he said it just every other inning, it just went – it had weird feelings to it. So, um, Do you know anything about them putting the balls in humidors? Um, not too terribly much. So um, basically it's just to uh, keep the uh, – yeah, I don't know exactly why. I thought I did and had an example. but I know they're doing it in all the ballparks right now, but it's something I hadn't heard of. And I'm thinking humidor, like for a cigar? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they just need to keep it a little bit 
not wet, but yeah, just keep it humid. So that way it doesn't dry up. And I think it helps the um, ball. Not care. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, but yeah, every uh, baseball stadium got a humidor in the off season. Uh, what is a baseball? Humidity increases distance uh, because ball flies easier through humid air. However, balls stored in humid air uh, get wet and heavy. So with the humidor in a wet place, that will remain humid, but not uh, feature lighter, drier balls. The net effect of humidor will be more distance. Okay, so I had it backwards. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I, I know the humidors are good. I just didn't know what they were good for. Um but yeah, that that I think that was interesting. I I don't think it sounds like Bassett didn't care too much, or he didn't seem like the Cardinals were at fault for anything. So just surprised by so many players getting hit in the foot. But anyways, uh, so we were talking about the Cardinals, and you said that you know Cardinal fans were kind of over baseball. It seemed like because they or not over baseball, but they could find something better to do, right? Yeah, I mean, they can yeah. if they want to now. And when the team's not competitive, it just gives them more reason not to go spend their hard-earned money, which is worthless because of inflation and everything else going on right now. Yeah. They can watch the game on TV. Well, <laughs> yeah. a lot of Cardinal fans will chirp me for that oh, because gosh. it's hard to even watch them on TV anymore. But you've got Audacity on that you can download as an app and you can listen to KMOX anywhere, and it sounds great. You listen to Rooney and um, – mm. John oh, Rooney and uh, not Rick and Keel, Ricky Horton. Yeah, Ricky Horton. I was going to say somebody else, but yeah, Ricky Horton. Um, you can listen to them call the game, and they do just fine. I mean, they're not they're not, they're not bucked by any means, uh, but mm. I mean, there's other ways to listen to the games and 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 take in your baseball without spending, you know, if you got a family of four, four hundred dollars on a trip to the ball game, yeah, for tickets and parking and and concessions. And yeah. hell, if you're going to buy gear, it gets even more expensive. So they 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 got to be competitive. They need to do more, and, and they need to step out there and, and maybe make some personnel changes. I know we're early in the season, but let's not put ourselves in a hole that we can't climb out of and get so far behind Milwaukee by the month of June that we're in trouble. Yeah, um, I want to I want to cover this real quick because you kind of alluded to it earlier. Um... So you said, I mean, Yachty hasn't, it's not a big secret. Yachty hasn't, he's definitely dropped. Um, he's, his offense is not there. Um, his defense has been wavering. Uh, it seems like he just doesn't seem to be, I mean, even my dad said it, and he's a Yachty defender to the end. Um, so do you, do you think, because we were saying at the beginning of the season, uh, we think Yachty's going to still play 100 games uh, to Kisner's 62. Um, do you think – do you still stick with that, or do you think Kisner's going to get more than 60? Um, so I think that kind of depends right now. Um, if, if, Yachty, if Yachty turns it up and his back gets better – than what it is right now, which I'm sure it will, but to what degree will it get better? I still think Yachty's playing somewhere between 90 and 100 games. 
Uh, mm. I really do think that in the long term, they're they're trying to save him as much as they can for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that, that's my honest to God in my heart, in my brain. It's we're gonna see what we have with Kisner, see what he can do over as much as we can get him in the season, and we're gonna save Yachty for when it counts. Yeah, because I mean, I want to. I mean, I want to. I'm looking at Baseball Reference right now. Uh, Kisner has 22 at bats. Molina has 32. Um, Kisner has a 318 batting batting average to Yachty's 156. Uh, 400 OP uh, on base percentage to Yachty's 156. Um, uh, 546 slugging to Yachty's 156. I don't know why he has a 156 slash line right there. Uh, and Kisner has a 946 OPS to Molina's 313. A 184 OPS plus to negative 5 OPS plus. A negative 5 OPS plus. Um, How many strikeouts does Yachty have? Yachty has four. Uh, and Kisner has eight. Okay, there's your difference. Yachty's making contact with the ball and hitting into outs, where Kisner's striking out one hit. I mean, still. It's, I mean, I, I agree with you still. But, yeah. I mean, still look at Yachty is Yachty Kis- is putting the bat on the ball. He's just not getting getting on the bag. Kisner has three walks to Yachty's uh, zero. And that's because uh, Yachty likes to swing yeah. first pitch. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even get me started with that. I I can't go on another rant right now. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I man, I kind of think I think Yachty might have to split half the season, especially if Yachty doesn't pick it up in the next month. Look, I mean, they're tr- the Cardinals are trying to win our championship. Whether are they? Well, yeah, that's or are they that just trying true. to make the playoffs? That is true. That is true. <laughs> Um, they say that they are trying to win um, a championship. Um, so so I want to give you some credit about something you said in our last episode. Okay. Because you were talking about how we're paying like too many credit. guys. You're, 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 I, I believe in giving credit words too. <laughs> uh, so you were talking about how we're, we're paying too many guys for their glove and not for their bats. Yeah. So I've been thinking about this since that episode. If yeah. we're going to keep Yachty in the lineup, DeYoung's got to go. Yeah. we got to have another bat because I think Yachty is worth having back there, even though his defense has declined to an extent. Yeah. There is still that fear of running on Yachty. That is true. There that is, is still true. that control he has. So if we're going to keep Yachty in the lineup, which you know I want to see happen, we got to yeah. have another guy who's a, a more solid bat at the plate who's either going to, who's going to get on base one way or another, whether that's take the hit, draw the walk, hit the ball, or knock it out of the park. If we're going to have Yachty in the game, we've got to have a better lineup and we got to protect Yachty a little bit better. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's really true. Uh, the only thing is I don't know if we can trade DeYoung. I mean, the, the longer as for however long the season is going, I mean, he's hasn't shown any improvement. Um, he's been a liability for two years now. Um, DeYoung is just I, – I honestly, I don't know if you could pay the rest of his contract to a team and the team would still want him. Um, that's my only thing is I, I don't know who would want him. 
Um, I'd trade him to the Orioles. Yeah, but the Orioles aren't going to want. I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know. I mean, any bad team, any bad yeah. team for for junk. Give me give me a double A player for him at this point, and we'll yeah, eat half his contract. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how it would work. But anyways, um, yeah. Speaking of the young, actually, uh, Ollie Mermal said um, it's too early to call this shortstop position a competition. Uh, but did note Paul DeYoung will also be off tomorrow against Max Scherzer. Marmol wants to give DeYoung 48 hours to reset while he works through some mechanical things uh, with his swing. He said that, uh, I guess, on Tuesday. No, not Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, right? He said uh, on Monday. He said, uh, yeah. Um, no, he had to say it on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, so, Sunday. Sunday. But Which is weird because he played today, I think, right? Because he was off Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Um, and so, uh, let's see. So I was looking at his stats this year. He's got a, in 36 at bats, he's got two doubles, a home run, four RBIs, two stolen bases. Pretty good. Six walks, 15 strikeouts, a 139 batting average, 262 on base, uh, 278 slugging, 540 OPS and a 64 OPS plus. Um, yeah, DeYoung, DeYoung has to go. He needs a change of scenery. Maybe that's the selling point um, for them that that would get teams interested is say, hey, he, he has enormous power. I mean, I honestly think the Yankees could go after him still because uh, he has good uh, – uh, opposition or opposing power, I think, right? Yeah, and he would do good in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that short porch. Um, but I mean, I'm even willing to give it to Sosa right now. Uh, Sosa's only got f- 16 plate appearance or uh, at bats, not too terribly well, but I think that's more of because it's inconsistent. Um, eight strikeouts, 188 batting average, 235 on base, and a 30 OPS plus, but. Like I said, it's it's 16 at bats. That's not um, helpful. Listen, if Sosa doesn't doesn't do well, fuck him too. Bring Gorman up. Gorman is ready. I don't know. I was shocked, and this is the next story. I was shocked that they brought Brent, uh, Brendan Donovan up uh, and sent Lars Newbar down. So that I think that was part of a plan because I heard that they had been playing him at first so they could give uh, Goldie a day off. Mm. That's what they, I heard on the radio the other day. They planned on sending New Bar down so they could bring a first baseman up to give uh, Goldie a day off. I heard that on the radio today oh. or part of it while I was working. I couldn't okay. listen super intently. No, no. But I, I think they started in the last three games down there or something at first just to get him some reps. Um, Now, Donovan is versatile. I mean, he can play third, he can play first, he can play the outfield. Um, I think they wanted to get Newbar some consistent at-bats down in AAA just to make sure he doesn't lose his swing. Um, But, I mean, yeah, I would be more than happy to see Gorman come up at this point and see what he can do. I don't think we see that till the end of May um, at the earliest, maybe even June, uh, middle to end of June, especially if – DeYoung still hasn't found his swing. I would 
be happy to give Edmund a shot at shortstop and see what Gorman can do with short or see what Gorman can do with second. We just got to do something. But they they got to shake it up. They got to find something, especially if we get swept by the Mets tomorrow and then if we have a bad outing, a bad series against Arizona. I mean, mm-hmm. I uh, – It's going yeah, to be rough. It's – like I mean, like I said last week, and I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but um, like, you know, whenever a team gets into a slump, you know, when you have – Four guys, I think we said, who um, are paid for their defense, uh, quote unquote. Um, yeah, it's it's glaring. It is glaring whenever you see such a like whenever you see Goldschmidt uh, get into a slump or not slump, but uh, just kind of slow down. Arenado slow down. Carlson slow down. Edmund slow down. Or anybody. Um, it gets it becomes really hard to watch. So yeah, I think I think Gorman, I think Gorman helps that team out a big uh, a bunch. Um, yeah, um, I'm not going to get into the the rant I was going to do that I was talking about doing. We're already an hour and fifteen minutes into the show. And I've already um, yelled enough today. I think. Hey, it's a uh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Who are they playing uh, after the Mets? The Arizona, uh, the D-backs. You said. Yeah, I'm playing as D-backs, and then it's uh, Royals. So. Yeah. So we yeah. Um, we get the Mets tomorrow. Loading. And then we uh, – it's three games against the – no, excuse me. Four games set against the D-backs, uh, 6.45 on Thursday, 7.15 on Friday, and then back-to-back afternoon games Saturday and Sunday at 1.15. Then we got a three games set against the Royals, and then we have a four-game set against the Giants, and then we get a day off. So yeah. – and then we get Baltimore, Giants, and then we back with the Mets, and then Pirates and a two-game set with Toronto before yeah. the next day off. So May's going to be brutal. I mean, we two days off in the whole month of May. Hmm. Two days, that's it. Uh, and you got Milwaukee in there, you got the Mets in there, you got the Giants in there twice, and you got a two-game set with Toronto. I mean, whew. Gosh. Yeah, we uh, we may be crying by the end of this, uh, by the end of May. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to be it for us tonight. I'm, I'm all pooed out, and I'm – yeah, I it's it's frustrating. Um and especially the fact that Cardinal fans can't necessarily see it as well as, you know, and I don't fault them 100% for that just because, you know, some some fans just want to watch the game and they enjoy the game. Um guys like me, I like watching I like watching winning. I I like watching everything about the game. I like watching the analytics. I like watching every other team. I like watching the Cardinals. Uh, I like watching guys' uh, stats. I like to watch everything. I don't know necessarily about you just because, you know, we've only been doing this a month together, but uh, you kind of seem to be in the same boat as me. Just, you know, you like, you like just talking baseball. You like, you like watching the games. You like watching 
you like looking at stats too because it's kind of fun. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah. So uh, it's just kind of frustrating to me. And then you know, fans will call you out and be like, "You're so stupid." It's only the beginning of the season. It's only the, you know, we. You just have to have faith, and it's just like, no, no, I don't. I, I know I've seen the song. We've seen the song and dance before, and the Cardinals just seem to be in a, a psychotic uh, episode where they just think, "What is it? The definition of of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome." Bingo. Um, yeah, it just kind of seems. Like, it kind of seems like that. Um, oh, you know what? I am going to do this. I'm not going to do a rant, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call out some people. Um, so we, you and I, we, uh, we are on the same Facebook group, Cardinals Nation 24 um, seven. Someone, someone goes last night and uh, after the horrible ninth inning that was, uh, this guy goes, absolutely embarrassing fan base. Game isn't over and y'all running out the door. Um I think it was 9:30 last night on a Monday night. They don't want to get stuck in traffic. Um especially in downtown St. Louis. Um it's just stupid. People are stupid. Um Oh, you know what? There was this one thing I did want to uh I did want to see. Um Kisner has a lo- uh a lower catcher's ERA in 2022 and 2021. The pitchers have a great re- uh, rapport with Kisner. Uh, he puts in an incredible amount of work to know them. And I don't know what that – I saw this tweet, so I'm reading the tweet verbatim and probably shouldn't have. Uh, but I saw that, and I thought that was pretty interesting, which obviously Kisner in 2021 has a lower ERA because um, – Probably pay, played a lot less. I'm not 100% sure on that, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm done. Are you done? Well, just one more time. Uh, yeah, yeah. If any of our listeners out there are big into the NHL or NASCAR or Major League Soccer, the NBA, um, the Variety Sports Podcast crew is looking for reporters or hosts and co-hosts to jump on those opportunities. So you can reach out to myself. You can reach out to Logan. You can reach out to our CEO, don't, please do not reach out to me. I will not answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go onto the Variety Sports Podcast uh, fan page and message them. Yeah. Um, um, but jump on there if you can. You can run your own show. You, it's, it's fun, guys. So if you want to get in on it and uh, help us grow the, uh, the crew, I'm more than happy to have you on. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, like, if you are going to talk about NASCAR – I want to know exactly what you're going to talk about. Um, I live in Texas where NASCAR is pretty popular. Um, like, how do you, how do you break down the NASCAR games? Like this guy turned left really well. Uh, is uh, he was driving a Toyota, but it looked really good. Not as good as a Ford though. I mean, I, I do Have you, you know, watch NASCAR? When was the last time you watched NASCAR race? It since Jeff Gornard was uh, driving. <laughs> Okay, so it's been a minute, but all right. So, this I know we're baseball, but I want to throw this yeah. out there. So they got these new cars this year, and these new yeah. cars are different. So when they do pit stops, you remember how in pit stops they had those five or six lugs they had to do 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 do, and they had to change them all. Well, they're like IndyCar now, where it's just one center lug nut. So the pit stops are stupid fast now, 
Um, and the cars can take a beating. These cars can take a freaking beating, unlike any of the cars I've seen in the years past. And I'm not a big NASCAR fan. I'm really not, but I like the short tracks. So, like, Bristol, any of the old classic short tracks where Revan is racing because I don't like the uh, big super speedways because yeah. they're just drafting. But these cars, they can actually bump and rub and – the cars aren't getting torn apart like they used to. So it's really kind of neat. So watch the next short track race. Um, I did watch the Bristol dirt track race. It was freaking good. Um, it was fun to watch. It was a lot of fun to watch. So, um, and NASCAR is coming to St. Louis. Well, it's actually in Illinois, but it's going to be at the WWT track just across the river. Um, I think it's June 3rd, 4th and 5th. Yeah, it's too far for you, but, um, (laughs) If you guys didn't know about that, NASCAR's coming for the first time. The truck series has been out there, and I think the um, the Xfinity series has been out there, but NASCAR's coming. Um, I heard that on uh, Carriker and Smallman this morning because they interviewed one of the drivers who won in the trucks out there, and he says he's super excited about it. It's a lot of fun. It's a good track, so check that out. Um, but no, seriously, Logan, check out uh, a short track race. Just Fine. record it and then just zip through it and <laughs> just check these cars out. I mean, they're cool. Maybe if they, um, they had more of a track instead of an oval, I would be more into it. But they do like five or six road tracks now. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll get into it. Yeah, that's Heck, what you they were just, just did talking one about. in Texas like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. The only thing uh, I like is uh, so next to Texas Motor Speedway. I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's a Bucky's. Um, Bucky's is the greatest gas station in the world. Yeah, I know who they are or what they okay. are. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, but next week, I think I haven't gotten con- uh, confirmation, but I think we have a special guest next week for our Cardinals episode. Um, actually, she's not even a special guest. She's, I mean, she's supposed to be a co-host, but uh, well, we'll see. I think next week she'll she'll just be a special guest, but um, it's it's good because we need to have less sausage and we need more women Um, be careful yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i caught myself right there um anyways we've been going for an hour and a half i'm gonna go drink myself into oblivion uh maybe cry myself in a shower um what are you gonna do tonight uh considering it's midnight i am probably going to i'm probably gonna get ready for bed because i gotta work tomorrow and thursday and friday so Okay. But well, thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. Um, hope you all do well. Don't let your heads hang too low about the Cardinals. They'll get it back in shape. We just need an event. Um, and then we'll see you all Friday. Yeah. Um, I love you, even though I don't love you. Not you. I love you. <laughs> I just don't love them. And I mean, I, I mean, I love them, but I just don't love them like that. I mean, listen, listen, it's slow. Okay. I, I've only known you know, a couple of weeks. Um, anyways, uh, I love you. Uh, what is the stupid saying? Live long and watch some damn baseball. There you go. Her. And uh, go Cardinals. And, you know, see you on Friday for an MLB episode. Uh, a lot to talk about on the MLB side. Uh, so goodbye. <laughs>